Generational I'm tired. Divide. I didn't sleep at 3 a.m. this time, though. 20 I didn't. I slept at like 12. This is me being disappointed at you. Why? I slept at 12. Uh, oh, no, I just find it. Because you're tired, man. Kind of show Good here. morning, individuals of the world and podcast listeners. Welcome to episode 15, 14? 15. 15 <laughs> of the Generational Divide and he's podcast. slurring. I'll say slurs up here. Mm. Anyways, yeah, episode 15. I'm a little caffeinated right now because I had coffee this morning. You sound drunk. I'm not okay. Pause. I'm not. Why do you? Why did you say that? Because you're slurring your words. I'm not slurring you're going my words. Wait in slow motion right now. In slow motion? No. Yeah. No. All that. No. Yeah. Should have gotten to bed at twelve fifty-five or eleven fifty-five. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Anyways, so what has? Welcome to the generational I divide said that with your hosts. Oh, Jason Pasigan and Steve Flores. Thank All you. Right. See, this is why I take notes, man. <laughs> I don't need to take notes. Everything's <laughs> in my brain. Anyways, um, I don't know. I feel like I'll get into the loop of it. I just so basically what's been going on with me, we'll just jump right into it. I got my driver's license finally. <laughs> At the ripe old age of eighteen. That's fine. That's like valid. And nine months. Yeah, nine I months. Think if you would have waited like just like a few more years, you could have uh uh, just gotten one without having to take the test, you know? That's not how that works. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> Yeah, so my my so DMV let's, story. Let's, let's all right. What? Well, let's talk about like why. Uh, actually, let's hear your your story first. Yeah, it's a short story. So I went to the DMV. I pulled up. My body's been getting to like the 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 swing of things again. It's like waking up at six seven a.m. involuntarily. Just not today. Yeah, I woke up at six a.m. today. No, well, like your body's not in the swing of things though. Yeah, I'm not. Uh, <laughs> so like, I'll tell you. I'll explain that too. So basically. I woke up at 6 a.m. I couldn't go back to sleep because I think it was a mix of nerves and then me getting back in the swing of things. So I was watching like DMV videos or whatever. I was just like, oh, I just hope I don't get that horrible DMV woman again. And then I saw her and I was supposed to get her next. I was like, no, 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 no. And then she went inside and then she was pulling up to my car. But then the blonde haired lady pulled up and, I, and she did me instead. I was like, yeah. And then... I passed. I got four mistakes. No comments. Okay. That's a plus. That's something right there. Yeah. So I've been then. So now we got driving, Jason. Yeah. Have you I, been driving around? Yeah. Illegally as well beforehand. Yeah, I know. So basically, let's, let's talk about that. So the legal driving day. So I got my dad dropped off the car like um, on Sunday. Oh, on Saturday. On Saturday. So on Saturday, dropped off the car. I went driving to pick up something from my cousin's house. She lives in Yor- uh, Yorba Linda. Okay. Yeah. So that's far. So I'm going to be honest. I was like, yeah, I'm not taking the freeway. Yorba Linda is far for you? It was 35. I was my first time on the freeway, like in a long time. <laughs> so I called up Tello. <laughs> I called up Tello. I was like, hey, you want to drive me somewhere? I was like, you can use the car. My car, the car. And it's like, all right, for sure. So we did it. And then I was like, and then we drove, and then he was like, I'm going to stop to get McDonald's. He went to go to McDonald's. like, all right, you're driving so I can eat. I'm like, okay. And I was like, all right, I'm going to go on the freeway. Help me out. Because the only thing I was afraid of the freeway is exiting and entering. Everything else I was fine with. Huh, interesting. Yeah, so I did it. Then I was like, oh, nice. So then on Sunday, 
I was hanging out with people and I was going to be their, their Uber. So to be honest, I was a little afraid of going through it. We're going to go to the Rose Bowl free flea market. Okay. Yeah. So I took the streets there. <laughs> All the way to the Rose Bowl. Okay, so here's my Jesus, rationale. That's far. Because one, I was scared. It's like thirty miles. One, I was scared. <laughs> Two, I w- I wanted to get more practice on the streets. Like it's an excuse to like get my turnings down, like on the streets for the test. So I was like, all right. And then on the way back, I took the freeway. I, I was like, I'm gonna take the freeway on the way back. Wow. And <laughs> it was the first time on the freeway, and I was fine. Like you I was. Want to hear focused. the first time I got on the freeway? Yeah. After I'm done, tell okay. my story. Tell <laughs> right, me off. Hear, yeah. All right. So yeah, and then we drove around. I was basically driving around all day. It was fun. Um, a lot of people are idiots on the road. So many. Not me though. I'm honestly. I'm yeah. Expert LA driver. is like that. Yeah. Yeah, people are LA's speeding. Dangerous, yeah. People are speeding. I'm a defense. I play defensive driver mode, not aggressive. Yeah, I think you should have like five years of experience before you drive in LA. <laughs> well, <laughs> it's, it's so rough. Well, I already have those five years, I guess. So apparently, yeah. And then it started raining like okay, towards yeah. the night on that day. So, <laughs> so my dad's car doesn't have low beamers. What? His low beams exploded. Why don't you just replace them? Yeah, so that's what we have to do. But we didn't do that yet. So I was driving, and it started raining. I was like, damn. And then I turned on the, I didn't have any lights, so I had to turn on the, the high beams. <laughs> oh, good Lord. But yeah, I drove like that. And then we went on Roland Heights, you know, or like um, the Roland area where it's like entering on Nogales and then two other sides. It's like that big intersection where McDonald's is too. Okay. There are so many lights there. In the rain at night, it was so hectic. And I was like, damn, but I made it. So and that one day I experienced like, like lots of streets part, um, crazy parking because of the Rose Bowl. Okay. Um, freeway and then streets and then driving in the rain, driving the rain at night. I did everything in one day. Okay. And then my passengers gave me an eight out of 10, <laughs> which is good. Why? Why did okay. they dock the two so points? So they docked one point <laughs> because I kept like... I kept making stupid turns on purpose. I kept making stupid turns on purpose. Okay. Like, I, I just got a little cocky, so I did one hand. I was like, oops. <laughs> yeah. And then, okay, then this, okay, so we're at the parking lot in front of, like, a CVS. And you know how, like, the parking has, like, a little barrier in front? Okay. So I was, we we're, like, waiting for someone to use the restroom. And then I started playing the Jellyfish Jam. Okay. <laughs> I don't <laughs> know that job. It's All like, right. It's like when SpongeBob and then the jellyfish were like raving in his house. All right. Oh, uh, yeah. So I was playing that and they're like all being annoyed. I was like, yeah. And I was getting all hyped. So I put it in drive mode and I forgot there's a barrier there. So I accelerated and it was like, don't. I was like, no. As this loud music was playing. <laughs> and I would have like, like four points and just they, for that. They, they started laughing and they kept bringing it up. And I was like, <laughs> but it was a good day. We, yeah, we stopped by at, at The View. And then we chilled there. And then it started raining out the view. And then, yeah, it was a good day, though. That was, that was my first experience driving everywhere yeah. without a license. But now I have a license. So now it's, I can do it without being afraid of being pulled over. Yeah. You know what? I didn't expect you to be so neurotic about it all. What do you mean neurotic? Yeah. What does that even mean? you're worried about everything. Like about wor- driving the rain, about driving the freeway, about getting on the freeway, about getting off the freeway. I have, like, anxiety. Okay. I, that's what I want to talk about, too. I have such bad anxiety. I have like bad intrusions. Do you ever get these? I don't know if this is a normal thing. So like, you know, when you're, I was dri- like, just in any way, like I was driving, like, I'll give an example, driving on the freeway. Like, doesn't it like ever cross your mind? It's like, man, I could just like be like, boom, like to the right and crash and die. 
Does not not ever cross <laughs> your mind like those intrusive thoughts? I guess it, sometimes, yes. but not all the time. That's the thing with me. I always have I have like multiple I the way my brain works, like I, I swear I have ADD or ADHD or something. I think of like every little possible scenario. I get anxious. Okay. That's why I'm so like I move around a lot too. It's Interesting. Like, yeah. There's a lot to be said about the anxiety, but we'll we'll I have diagnosed I don't anxiety. Wanna... I have diagnosed anxiety. Stupid. Well, you're well, you're stupid. <laughs> That's not a thing. You're supposed to be anxious. Okay, but not twenty four seven. Okay, so first, but, but, let, let's start but, off. Okay, but here is the thing. I don't let it stop me from driving. If anything, it just makes me focus more because, like, all right, I don't really want to die. I don't really don't want to kill my passengers. So, like, let's do this. All right. So we'll. we'll so get, I don't. I'm not we'll like get scared. Into that. I'm not like scared. You know. Just a second. Yeah. I remember, like, you're so anxious. It, it contrasts a lot with like. My first experience getting on a freeway, because my I, you know I lived with my uncle, yeah, and he would want me to drive all over the place. So my mom, my grandma lived in South Central, and we lived in Whittier. So he would like have me drive out there. So you need to go on the freeways yeah. and then come back. And uh, I was like, I think I only had my permit, so I was probably like fifteen and a half. Crazy. I was young, right? So then he goes like, he drove us there, but then he gave me the car keys. Like, just drive us back. I'm too tired. <laughs> I was like, all right. So I get on the freeway, I go onto the 110, I transition to the 105, mm -hmm, come back mm -hmm. over here to the 605, get off the freeway. Yep, yep. And as I'm exiting the freeway, I just turn to him and I go, that was my first time on a freeway. <laughs> that, that's, that's what I did to my passengers. I'm like, I'll be honest, this is the first time on a freeway like this long. And they're like, huh? Like they even realize it. Like I was crystal clean, clear. It's not that I'm like afraid of going on it. I'm just like... I'm not even afraid of it. It's just like, I then know. what is, what is anxiety if it's not fear? Anxiety is just feeling nervous about something, but nervousness is why, fear. why is nervousness not fear? It, there's a difference. What's the difference? The difference is, I, in my opinion, fear is like being so scared of something that you're just not going to do it. That's but, terror. That's all these are synonyms. Well, yeah, they are synonyms. That's well, my point. I don't let, well, if it is fear, then I just don't let the fear like get in the way of it. We had this whole discussion already. But then again, <laughs> I wasn't like really afraid though. It's just like, I don't know how to describe it. It's just like this, this looming terror. Okay. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. It's funny. Cause like you just self contradicted yourself like I know. five times I know. in I that know little diatribe that you just did right there. It's like hard to explain. Yeah. Well, it's, it could be a lack of knowledge. It could be a bunch of other, other reasons, right? So you seem very frenetic right now. Like, and I don't think it's just a coffee. I think one of the things that's happening to younger people is your anxiety levels are spiked are really high all the time True. for a bunch of environmental reasons. And like, like the coffee isn't like, that yeah, might be contributing, but it's not the all of it. Well, it's also because I'm moving in like three days from when we're recording this. Yeah. And you're going to be going to college. And we'll, we'll talk about that later on as well. But this is something that I think is really important for people to realize. What? Is that you can actually do a lot of things to control your anxiety. Like and meditation. Yeah. Like meditation is one of those things, right? And you can find free meditations online. You just go to YouTube and just type in meditations right yeah and just have it playing in the background as you like or sit, this is yourself. this is some people's form of meditation this podcast 
I hope not. <laughs> why, why? What do you mean you hope not? This is the point, of, the point of meditation is to remove thoughts from your head. Well, these are removing right? all the thoughts. N- no, I hope not. <laughs> I hope people are thinking through this. All right. Like that's my, that's not my the hope. thought I was talking about. Hmm? Yeah. You don't understand it, but everyone else will understand it. I said thoughts, not thoughts. Uh, Oh, you do understand. All right, let's move on. All right, go on. Okay. <laughs> right. So uh, there's a lot of reasons why you might have a lot of anxiety right now. Yeah. Right? Uh, I think one of the parts that, because this is what I think about a lot, is about education and public education and then the the consequences of having a public education. Yep. And one of the things that I see is that it raises students' anxiety levels. Because from the moment you're in, in elementary school – they're already telling you, you got to go to college. You're going to be a loser. Yeah. Right. I'm still a loser. Yeah. But, you know, but that's the, <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, there's, yeah, I, I think that's debatable, but Thank there's, you. um, like, so there's already a lot of pressure on you to be something. Yeah. And if you're not that thing, and if you weren't ever meant to be on that track, you're going to have an increased amount of anxiety, yep. right? Because your whole life is going to be people trying to shove you into the box that is college or university, right? Yeah. I'm the in the box thing, of being successful. That's yeah. the box I'm shoved into. Hopefully. Uh, the other thing that is, uh, is kind of inducing is I think is, is like all this environmentalism. Environmentalism. Yeah. What do you mean? Okay. So this is something that I ask my students all the time. Like, wh- what do you think, the environment is going to be like in 20 years dead. We're dead. You see that I did that on purpose. Cause we right. had this conversation. Yeah. Before. But like, that's the problem, right? Is that there's all this, like, like we're scaring you guys into going like, Oh, everything's heating up. The oceans are being overfished. Like the climate's constantly changing and we don't know what it's going to be like. It's going to be hotter than it's ever been before. It's like, and we just pound you guys with like all these things. And then we say like, but it's up to you to fix it. But if you weren't ever meant to be a climate scientist or a scientist, period, right, then all we've done is just made you anxious. Here's the thing. I agree with you. It's like people are like, you should care about these issues. I'm like, why? Yeah. I mean, yeah, I care about it. But it's like, why do I have to like care about it? Like there's a difference between I'm using the same word, but I hope the point gets across. Like, obviously, I care about it. But why do I have to care about it? Yeah. Like, I think what you're trying to get at is that if you cannot control something, you should not invest a lot of your emotional energy into it. Exactly. And that's all I see. It's like I had, I we took an AP, I took an AP environmental science and the teacher, he was like, not nihilistic. Like he was like, yeah, we're probably screwed. But like he said, <laughs> oh, it's not, he, he said like, you know, it's not because of us, you know, it's because of these giant corporations. Like, and he like, he even mentions like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, let me talk. Let me talk. He's like, at the end of the day, it's like we as individuals, like turning off the water, like, like for five minutes less is not going to like save the climate, you know? Y- you know? Oh, am I supposed to yeah, talk yes, now? I like, don't know why you were just it, yelling at me just now. It's like, like, it's like, you know, if we, if we turn off the AC or like the thing, whatever, for like five minutes less every day as an individual or like use electric cars as an individual... We're not going to make a really big dent, right? 
like you individually won't, Indivi right? Yeah. I think the counter argument to that is if everyone does that, yeah, but then it'll re add up. Le realistically, not everyone's going to do that. It's true. Yeah. So but that you, but that kind of thinking, that kind of logic reasoning could get you into trouble. Right. So like, if you think about it, like, oh, uh, I'm not going to do X because there's other people that won't do it. <sighs> yeah, I know. But, but it's, it's like, like, well, I'm not going to obey the traffic laws because there's <laughs> other people out there that that don't do it. Well, you know what I mean? Yeah, but like, it's the I, same I, logic. I know. I know. But like, not all logic's the same. <laughs> it isn't like it isn't it, it isn't it, it sounds dumb but it isn't you can't apply a one maybe there's a reason why it sounds dumb yeah it sounds dumb because it makes sense because think about it, you can't use every <laughs> okay no listen I, I i have a point here you can't use a specific a specific way of thinking to you can't apply a specific way to thinking for all things you know <clears throat> there's only certain ways of thinking that applies to each different thing. an example an example oh you want an example got you you can't look at math this or you can't look at math or think about math the same way you think about english they're two different topics you, mm -hmm. you you think things and sometimes you know you think things you think about each topic like you think about english in a certain way you think about math in a certain way and there's different logic between those because they're completely different subjects what do you think logic is huh logic and reasoning i could destroy you with facts and logic what, what do you think it is? Uh, I don't know. Google it. I'm Googling it. Right. So like, I feel like you're using that word logic, but you're not like, you don't have like a clear definition of logic. The is. rapper. Yeah. Okay. We're just talking about the rapper, <laughs> but like, here's, here's the way I think of logic. I don't know if this will be helpful for Reasoning you. conducted or assessed according to strict principles of validity. Validity. <laughs> Okay. See, so it's like strict principles of validity, right? So what, it's like what is validity? Oh my gosh, dude! Like valid, valid criticism. What's valid? <laughs> I hate this guy. The quality of being logical or factually sound. Soundness or cog cognancy. What is what is soundness? Huh? Like sound, dude? Yeah, I know what these words mean, but I don't <laughs> okay, soundness. <laughs> Let's go you. down the rabbit hole. So, <laughs> this is what my mom does. The state of being in good condition. What? That that's what it says. The quality of being based on valid reasoning or good judgment. Okay. So how do you make good judgment? By your morals and ethics. And so how do you supposed to get your morals and ethics? Like religion. I don't know. Okay. So you see how there's no solid foundation? Yes, and that's why it's so liquid. That no, that's why you are so liquid. No, 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 no. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. This is why I think logic it's, is it's so It's kind of like like you've built like a house uh -huh. in the middle of the ocean. Mm -hmm. And then you're wondering why you constantly have seasickness. No. <laughs> that's what <laughs> that's, it feels like to me. Not, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that Okay, give me like something logical. Tell me something logical. Okay, so the way I think of logic yeah. is you have premises mm -hmm. that have been lined up mm -hmm. so that you get from destination A to destination like D or C or whatever, uh -huh. right? Yes. So like an example of logic is, uh, let's say uh, all rabbits have fur. 
Yes. Well, that's a fact, not logic. Well, it's a premise. Okay. Right? Uh And in order to have logic, you need to have premises. Mm -hmm. Like premises are like the Lego blocks of logic. Right? How did we get here? What were we talking about before this? You, well, you weren't making sense to me. Okay. And well, I'm trying to make sense. Well, we can agree to disagree. No, because you, what you were saying <laughs> is that your logic in math is different from your logic in English. And I was wondering if, like, does Jason understand what logic is? What's a different word for it then? Because there's a word for what I'm trying to talk about. I don't know what that is. Okay, so back to... I don't know what you're trying okay, to say. Well... I guess right? we'll forever never know. Let's go back to the anxiety talk. <laughs> but this is kind of like where the anxiety also leads to is that if you don't have a bedrock foundation, I do have you're going to be anxious. I do have a foundation. Okay, so what is your, your foundation? Like in what though? In life? Okay, so you can separate it into, um, I don't want to use fancy words. Uh, what is real versus what is your model of what is true? Excuse me? Yeah. Like those are two different things. What's real? What real? I'm alive. That's real. But how do you know that? Because my cells are alive. I'm talking. How do you know my that heart's your cells beating. Are, are alive? Because I learned it in science class. But how do you know that? Like, did you see your cells? I, I have seen my cells before. Yeah. Okay. How? Under a microscope. And they're moving. How? I put my hand under the microscope. And if I it was moving, in. it was probably not cells, but... Well, it's bacteria on my body. But, okay, dude, why are you doing this? Hmm? Why are you doing this, like, uh, today of all days? Because I'm curious as to, like, what's in your head. What's in my head right now is that... It's kind of fun poking at you this (laughs) way because you're you're so tired. I'm not tired. (laughs) I'm not tired. And I sound combative right now, but it's like, I'm just stressed. That's it. I'm just stressed. Yeah. Right. Yeah, you are stressed for yeah, sure. Stressed. Yeah, I think I think you are in a stressful situation. And like, I, I understand that I'm sounding combat. Like, I already, I I know what I'm sounding like right now. And I, ju- I generally don't like the way I'm sounding right now because I sound annoyed, but I'm not really annoyed. You know, I'm just stressed. <laughs> yeah, and I'm you know, in a weird way, I'm trying to alleviate that stress. It's not. It's not working. Yeah, it's not working. But you know, like this, this is kind of like where what we're going at here is that you're, you seem to be thinking a lot about like the future, right? Yeah. I'm like, and in such guest. a way that you feel like, like you have to control everything about it. My future. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's my future. I should take control of it. When it's other people's future, they could do whatever I want. But like, I feel like if it's my own future, I should have control of it. Yeah, but I feel like you're trying to control things that you can't control. Like what? Like what? Give right. me an example. So here's an example. Okay. What about moving itself is giving you stress? Being away from like my family, my, my, my 18 years of life here, you know? That's scary. Right. So nerve-wracking. That, so that you can't control that. Yeah, I can't control that emotion. You want to control that. But I can't. I know that. Right. Yeah. And that's where the anxiety is coming in. Right. Mm. Anxiety is like you want to control something, but you can't control it. Probably. Yeah. And so. Well, I can. I can cancel my whole thing, but like I'm not going to. Okay. Why not? (laughs) Because like I said, this feelings are good or like stepping on my comfort zone. Good. And all that jazz. (laughs) Why? 
Why? Because it's good to experience new things. It develops character. Why? Why does it develop character? Because think about it like this. I'll use an analogy. No, I'm not going to use an analogy. I can't think <laughs> of an analogy right now. I can't think of an analogy right now. Um, actually, no. Let's think of, of an analogy. Let's think of cells. You know, cells that are encoded have specific DNA, right? This is a really bad analogy when I think about it, but it works. So cells, they're like coded to like, let's say I have a bunch of cells to okay. build a bark on a tree, right? Yeah. Let's say those cells are on one path because they're encoded on one path to be bark, right? Okay. Let's just say a new experience, in this case, moving to San Diego, and then for the cells, it's getting blasted with radiation. Uh, so that changes the direction of the of the cells and said so let's say it doesn't make bark anymore it makes like leaves instead on the bark wait are you a tree huh i'm the cell okay so you're afraid that having a new situation is going to change you no that's not what i said but it's i thought that's what you were saying is because you were supposed to be bark but now you're no, gonna be something else no 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 i'm saying that i with the <laughs> The basis of this is like how new experiences are good for you. Okay. Yeah. So why does that make you ang anxious? That's not what. That's not what's making me anxious. No, like, what's making you anxious is that you that you don't want to leave what currently makes you comfortable. Exactly. But like I know I should because stepping out of the comfort zone is good. Yeah, stepping out of your comfort zone yes. is not just good but that's the only way you can grow grow exactly yes yeah yeah and you said why yeah no yeah. i was wondering why it was making you anxious no that's not what that's not what's making me anxious what's making me anxious or like nervous is all the things that come with moving like being away from family and friends living with strangers being away from home so like, if we if we think about it like in terms of like perspectives, right? It seems like you're making this be about all the things that you might miss. Like you're focusing more on that than on all the possibilities that the positive possibilities that lie in the future. I'm a very pessimistic person when it comes to me. So yeah, but probably. do you do you want to do that? Do you want to be that? No. But that's why it's like an internal battle. It's like when people tell me like, oh, how are you feeling? I say I'm nervous, but also excited. It's mm -hmm. like an internal struggle for me. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I totally understand like having two feelings at the same time. Right. Yeah. And that's like an indicator that we aren't just one thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like we're not just like you know, like there's some experiments that are like these are kind of freak you out. Do you know what the corpus callosum is? The heck is that? Right. So you have two sides to your brain, right? The left and right. Yeah. Yeah. And then what's connecting them is these little fibers in the middle called the corpus callosum. Yeah. Right. So uh, they used to they found out that if you have a lot of seizures, you're getting a lot of signals from one oh, side to the other side. Yeah. I did a whole like biology, um, psychology paper on this. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. And then so what you can do is you can cut the corpus callosum and then that isolates the seizure to one side and then it doesn't continue. Yeah. Right. But then weird things started to happen with the people that had their corpus callosums cut. Mm -hmm. Right. So one of the experiments that they did was um, they can take these people because one side is more in control of like your vision and your spatial reasoning. And then the other side is more in control of like your, um, 
your audible processing and your like like speaking and stuff right yeah so what they did is they did this experiment where they covered the hands of a person and then they would like post questions on a screen and then they would have them like respond to the questions right mm -hmm. and they would say all right write down your answer to the question and say your answer to the question okay right but they didn't allow them to watch what their hands are doing so one of the weird things that started happening was <laughs> they would say things but they would write something different weird right like one one uh, example is like oh what do you want to be when you grow up right and then mm -hmm. one side would say, like, oh, I want to be a teacher, but they would write down race car driver. Crazy. Right. So, like, who is that person? Is that person the person that wants to be the teacher or is that person the person that wants to be a race car driver? <laughs> Both. They're the same. The same person. Well, then why are they giving different responses? Because that they want to be both. They want to be a race car. One's probably logical speaking, like, oh, teacher sounds more logical. But, like, their dream job's like, oh, I want to be a race car driver. You know? That's, mm. that's my, how I interpreted what you just said. <laughs> well, my, it's my that's, theory. That's, that's my interesting, theory. That's an interesting theory, right? All right, what's the, what's the real, the real? The real answer to that? Yeah. The real answer to that is that you aren't just one thing. So you're saying I'm schizophrenic. No, is I'm what I'm saying is we're all schizophrenic a of a bunch of different things. I think we're all schizophrenic now. Right? Well, schizophrenic is is not Oh, I meant multiple personality disorder. We're all multiple personalities. Uh to different extents. I know. I'm just, just Right. So like if uh we call that code switching now. Code switching? Yeah. What is that? So basically code switching is the premise, like you know how I talk to you? Okay. Let's say I'm with my parents. I talk to them in a different way. Yeah. And I talk to like tell them in a different way. Mm -hmm. So that's code switching, like changing the way you say or do something be, 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 depending on who you're with, which I think is a dumb concept because Why? they, because they're like, eh, if you code switch, you're like fake. It's like, no, it's not. It's not. You're fake. It's just that it's, it's you and you you're, just have different boundaries, different experiences, different everything with different people or different groups of people. It's yeah. not like, oh, you're trying to be fake or a different person. It's like those people are all you like in the basis of it. They're probably all they were probably like, let's just say how I am with Tello and then how I am with like my friends and my other friends. Like there's obviously differences there. Right. Mm -hmm. But in the base of it, I'm just still me, Jason. Okay. And there's like still like core, like character or traits that I carry with myself in all the relationships, but I may just talk that, to them in a specific way. Is that going to be the same always? Huh? No, it's not going to be the same. Always. Right. So isn't that interesting? Is that, that you, then that means that you aren't just one person. Yeah. Right. Cause you, what you are is, is like not even, even in the moment, you're not just one thing. Well, yeah. Right. Obviously. Cause you have conflicting emotions. So that means that you, that you're two things there, but then with time, Right. If I talk to you like 10 minutes now and then a year from now, am I talking to the exact same person? Nah, not really. Right. So the way one of the ways that you can think of yourself is like you're you're a community of people. Right. You're you now. You're you a year from now. You're you two years from now. You're you three years from now. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. And each and what you're trying to do is you're trying to like uh, like play a game, essentially. Right. Ping pong. Right. And then so in each moment, you're trying to make decisions. Right. Yep. That I are going to benefit you. 
Now, wisdom is if the decisions that you make <laughs> not just benefit you now, they benefit the whole community of yous. Yeah, that, that's why I'm going to San Diego. And I'm not going to all these other places. Then that, that should make go. you feel good. It does, but it also makes me feel like poop. <laughs> yeah, you have you built like these. See, I think one of the, the big differences between you and I is that I did not established strong connections with anyone in high school yep and i established right so like to me like college looked to me like an opportunity to like improve and become something more yes whereas for you it's it's not so much that because there's a possibility that you will lose some things as well that's not what i'm afraid of though well maybe i am to an extent but it's not a big part of it well, what is the fear then? Just being away from home. It's just yeah, scary. It's like my first time. Why are you afraid of being uh, away from because home? Because that's my my home is like the comfort. It's like, it's like let's just say you so sleep. So you're up. afraid of leaving comfort? Yes. Because it's uncomfortable. But we've established that that's a good thing. But that doesn't mean I'm not going to feel like okay with it. You know? Why not? Huh? Because it's just like something I generally can't control like again there's an oh, I th like i think you can control that it's mindset yeah but for me even if i put my mind to something like something's always like i i try my best to be like oh it'll be fine it'll be fine there's just always like that little part that just nags at me like thinking that's the worst possible cases you know yeah it's true and it's like so it's where it's where crash. are you gonna put your attention I Are put my attention in the middle. <laughs> Should you be putting it in the middle? No. But it's like, again, some days I, I'm fine with it. Other days I'm not. I think just as it gets closer and closer, I just get more stressed about it. Because it's like, <gasps> it's approaching. It's like, it's like, uh, like if you're performing on stage for the first time, like you're fine, like upcoming to it. But then the night before you're like, oh, I'm going to perform in front of like a stage of people. Oh, yeah. I know that feeling. Exactly. Yeah. That's, 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 that's basically what I'm like feeling right now, you know? Right, yeah. So, what are you using to calm yourself down? Driving, I don't know. Hanging out with friends. So, uh, distracting. Huh? So, distractions. That and also just prepping for the actual thing. Like, packing, like, buying stuff for what I need. Yeah. I think the third option is the one that, that young people don't know about or don't know how to approach or do. What? And that is... Coping? Yeah, that is like like being able to turn off your mind i can't do that that is crazy i i wish i had this conversation with someone i wish i can turn off my brain do uh do you think that if you practiced it you could no i've tried like genuinely like i've tried it's just like how huh i've like like what was the question again like how have you tried turning off your mind i've tried like meditation i've tried like going like on when you said you tried meditation what does that mean like like that little i tried the little app that you showed us before i tried that and i just tried just breathing i tried not using my phone for like an extended period of time by willingly i tried okay no, no no like let's go back to the meditation because you're going all over the place yeah all right uh-huh how long did you try that the meditation thing mm -hmm. a month like a month of doing it every day mm -hmm. consistently yes yeah Mm -hmm. And that didn't do anything didn't for do you? Anything for you. Were you actually 
following along mm-hmm. with what it was saying? Mm-hmm. Genuinely, yes. For a month. Yes, for a month. I was desperate. This was during the COVID era. I had a lot of free How time. How long were your sessions? Were you doing five minutes, 10 minutes, 20 minutes? 20 minutes. 20 minutes every single day for a month? And you could not get your mind to be quiet? No. <laughs> I'm like, I'm being for real. Like, it sounds like crazy, but like, I did this. I tried. Okay. I wonder, that blows my mind that you, that you were unsuccessful at that. All right. Yeah. Uh, here's the other thing that, that might be coming into play. And this one you might not like. <laughs> right. And that is that uh, in generations before yours, every single generation spent long periods of time being bored yeah yeah all right okay i have something to say your generation i feel like we're overstimulated can't yeah like there's no time being bored yeah i think that's a problem like i'm over but that's that's the thing it's like it wasn't even that i was bored either it was just that i was just i was just stressed like i want like no no like you you're, you're you're assuming that those things are unconnected so being stressed doesn't mean you're bored Hmm? So being stressed doesn't mean you're bored. No, those, yeah, those, mm-hmm. uh, so let me see if I can like string it together. Right. Yeah. Because my generation spent time being bored. Mm-hmm. Right. We became okay at being with like our thoughts. Mm-hmm. Right. And just being with our thoughts. Yes. Okay. Now your generation grew up with no opportunities to do that. Yeah. Because you have a cell phone, Mm -hmm. right? So anytime you feel bored or you just don't want to feel something in the moment, you just, you can just flip on your phone and you can either play a game, look at social media. I don't know. Look at memes or something. Yeah. Find something that's going to entertain you. Mm Mm-hmm. So that means that there's zero time being bored. And if you look at what the studies have to say about that is that that tends to kill creativity. Pretty creative person. Yeah. And then it tends to kill your ability to um, like stay focused for long periods of time. Yeah. Right. So if you can't focus on, on something for long periods of time, Maybe that's why you were having a hard time with meditating because what you have to do is you have to focus on your breath, right? So like an intrusive but, thought comes but in, that's the thing that you like, focus on your, you, you breathe in and you say like, all right, I'm having a thought right now. And then as you breathe out, you go like, all right, I'm going to slowly let it go. But that's the thing. I can't do that. Like, let's just, yeah, let, that's let, what I'm but, saying. But, but yeah. yeah, exactly. But like, it's not even thought based. It's like body based. Like, if I'm focusing on my breath, then I start to notice my heartbeat. And then I start noticing my 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 veins pulsing. Then I start to notice that I'm breathing. Then I start to notice that my tongue is moving and I can't keep it still. I, I start noticing all these little things about my body, even mm-hmm. though there's no thought. And I just like, it doesn't make me feel nice. No, like, I think what you're not understanding is that all of those things are thoughts. Mm, true. Right? Real. Like noticing like your, your blood pulsing, noticing like 
that you're you're breathing funny noticing all like all of those things are actual thoughts yeah because you thought about it mm -hmm. yeah because you thought about it yeah so that means that you didn't actually like let it like do the the hard part which is like the letting go part right can't let go it's hard yeah and i think that's a con like and i'm not blaming you for any I know of this not, right? i know you're not blaming me. like like i think that is a consequence of not of constantly having like a distraction at all times right yep. and then growing up in your most formative of times like being able to distract yourself at any given moment mm -hmm. right so that kind of freaks me out you know <laughs> but i'm gonna let it go because i can do that about like what's gonna happen in the future with like my own kids right because on the one hand don't let them be ipad kids like That's i don't yeah on one hand i don't want them to have that that constant stimulation right yeah and then on the other hand i don't want them to uh not know about how to technology or how to use it that's the thing though like i feel like there is a balance like i'm gonna be honest with you if you were to take away my phone right now i could i could probably go like a prolonged i could go a prolonged time without my phone about what is prolonged months months okay give i could me go your phone okay all right you guys heard it here he's not getting it back until december no i didn't i need no he said he could go months yes without but that's it. not what i'm saying like i i, I have gone months without it before i've gone months without technology and all that stuff before like i i know life without it okay so what did you do huh when you didn't have any technology just i still kept i did just my homework i so you just sat sports. and did homework all day i did homework i played sports i i did everything anything else besides you know going to technology slept early because it didn't keep me up you know okay and then what? And then that's it. And then I stopped being in trouble and I got all my stuff back. Okay. <laughs> but you didn't find any benefits in any of that? No, I'm, I'm not saying that I found. I didn't find benefits. Obviously, I found benefits. Okay. Benefits are like just thinking about the real things in life, you know? What are the real things? Well, things about? you don't want to think about, you know? Like, like what? I remember that whole conversation with Tully, you know, like how... I think it's a it's a it's another... Symptom of our uh, gener like my little generation. Hold on, I dropped something. Oh, we'll be right it's too back. Far. It's too far. <laughs> um, I think it's a sense of our generation that all the overstimulation gives us a distraction to not think about things. You know, think about important things. Yeah. So anytime that you have to do it, it gives you a lot of anxiety. Yeah, but the the thing is, I think my problem is that I could think I'm fine thinking about these things, but I tend to overthink these things. Like if let's just say I'm what, thinking, if, what if you weren't unique in that capacity? Huh? If I'm not unique, then I don't know. And then I'm not unique. This is what I, my experience. Yeah. But like from my experience, like teaching. Yeah. I saw that that, that was happening a lot to young people. It's like thinking about one thing because like the way my like, let me just explain more. It's like, First, it goes to one thing. Then, like, if we have a little diagram here, it's like the, the neurons in the brain. Like, one signal, then this one signal turns into two signals. Then the two signals turn into four signals. Mm -hmm. Four signals, eight, go on, go on. That's how my brain works. It just goes into, like, a bunch of different things. And that's why sometimes, like, like obviously we say, oh, you probably have ADHD, Jason. Like, I don't know. I don't know if it's, like, my generation or it's it's my personality or whatever. But, like... I noticed sometimes while talking to people, even on this podcast, like 
I'll be attentively listening to you. Like it may not seem that, but I'm attentively listening to you or attentively listening to someone in conversation. Then there's something that I notice and then it, it makes me think of a thousand different things. And I just blurt out something like accidentally or like, like a lot of the time I, I could like hold it in and not blurt it out or say something. But sometimes it just, it just happens. And I just say something out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I always have to explain to the person like, I'm sorry. Like, I just noticed, like, I, and then I was like, I was listening to you. And then I, 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 um, I fall back and repeat to them what they've been saying for a couple minutes till they know I was attentive to them. But it's like, but you still got distracted. Yeah. But it was distracted. I was distracted. Yeah. And it's like, I don't know. I don't know what that is. Like, obviously even just doing this podcast, it, I probably, you know, I cannot sit still while doing this podcast mm-hmm. yeah. like at all. Like I always look around, like that's an- another thing too. Like, when I'm in, in conversation, I always look around. Like I just feel like I'm hyper aware all the time, and I'm overstimulated constantly. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I've asked people about this, like people from my generation. It's like they 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 relate to me to an extent, but not to the degree of like me moving around constantly or like looking around. Like, yeah, I don't know. So there, yeah, there could be something a little bit. Of- because everybody's different, yeah. right? Uh-huh. So like no two people are going to be the same. And it could be that you just need to move your body around a lot more than the normal person does. Because if I sit still, like doing nothing, this whole podcast, that that's all I'll be thinking about. Like, man, I have to sit still. Like I'm trying to sit still. Like like I can't move. Like I'll, that'll be on my mind the whole time. Like yeah. me moving around, like fidgeting with stuff, that's just like it brings me, it makes me stay like Do you calm. think you could get all that stuff out of your body? No. Interesting. Like, let's just say if I, I worked out right before this, like workout dead tired, right? Yeah. I'll still be fidgeting, moving around like this, even if I'm like like dead tired and stuff. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, I wonder. I wonder what that is. Because um, it could be like I like honestly, like I don't I don't view ADD or AD. Well, to a certain extent, I don't see it like as a disease, like a disorder. Yeah. Right. Like people think, oh, like that's a disorder that you can't sit down and focus because I'm like, that's not natural to people. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like you look at like all of human history, you know how long like compulsory education has been around in the United States? Nope, I don't know. It's like I think it's only like 140 years or so. Mm-hmm. But how long have people been around? Trillions. No, <laughs> tens of thousands <laughs> of years. Right. So like 100 years, 200 years, 3000 years is basically a little blip in how long people have been around. Yeah. Right? Well, how did people kind of survive and exist before, you know, like technology and schools and all that? Like, it feels like they all didn't. of this feels like it's normal to us. But in it's all not. of human history, this is not normal. It's not normal to have, like, your own home. It's not normal to, like be isolated from people mm-hmm. and yet at the same time have the capability to reach everyone all at once. Yep. It's not normal to hear stories about what happens like five miles away, let alone hearing about things that are happening in other continents. That's rest, not normal. Rest in peace, queen. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and we're not supposed to know that, right? We're not supposed to know all those things. We're not supposed to know about all these disasters. We're not supposed to know about all of these things because that's not how we grew up. Right. What we grew up in was in a small community, maybe 150 people, 150 to 200 people. That's Dunbar's number. 
and then you you know you just exist in this small community and there's no school you know you can look at like there's i'm reading this book called free to play or free to learn and all it just basically go, talks about that like all right there exist hunter gatherer societies out there mm-hmm. right and there's not that many of them because most of the world is developed but there's still like about 12 or so of them out in existence mm-hmm. and they all have commonalities right like number 1 there's no such thing as school yep like there's no like there's no in none of those societies and we're looking at societies that exist in South America, in Asia, in Africa, right? And all, all these different continents in Australia, mm-hmm. not a single one has adults directly teaching kids from an early age, like skills, mm-hmm. right? At most, what will happen is an adult will be doing something and a kid will come up and will start mimicking them and then start asking questions. And if the kid asks a question, the adult will address it. Yeah. But that's it. Mm-hmm. Right. Yes. So that's that's most of human history is like that. Right. And if the and most of the time, these kids are out running, they're playing, they're climbing trees, vibing. They're right. They're all doing something. So when you, I see someone like you, that's always like, uh, I'm like, oh, that's a normal human. Right. Yeah. That's somebody that 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 has all this energy that they need to like constantly move and constantly get out there. Yeah. And it's like, right. And then, but our society, because of the way it's set up says, no, 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 no. You have a disorder. Probably. Right. You have ADD. You have ADHD. Something fidgety. I don't know. But like, you, like let's let's take the, cause I just remembered something. Let's take the technology equation out of this because contrary to popular belief, I still grew up at a time where I did, I still didn't, like, there was a little short period of time where I didn't have technology as a youngin, right? Mm-hmm. So I remember that. Like, I, I've, I think I've said on podcasts. But did you have other things? Hold on, hold on. Let me talk, let me talk. Like, all right, we said on podcasts. I remember things as a toddler. Like, st- like, probably things that normal people don't remember. I remember, like, always, I remember distinctly, like, we'd be at the mall or something, me and my mom, or like, yeah. And, like, I'd just be walking around, like, just pacing back and forth, pacing back and forth. Mm-hmm. And, like, just, like, just moving my body around. She's, like, stop pacing. You're making me anxious. Like, oh, you're always you're always pacing. And it's, like, it's a thing that like, even I still do now. Like, I always pace back and forth, pace back and forth. And people are, like, can you stop doing that? It's giving me anxiety. I'm just, like, oh, my bad. Okay. And it's, like, maybe the stimulation of technology fastened that, but, like, even before then, I, I still remember like even the young and the the B B B T years before technology for me, <laughs> the B T years like I've always been like fidgety and like what? Yeah, you know, there's I unfortunately like there's certain things that you learn about like when it's way too late, you know, like there's like uh, there's a school called Sudbury Valley. Yeah, it's in Massachusetts. Shout out. Um, yeah, I know. And uh, it was like designed for people that are like you, right? It's like me. It's Asian? basically like, no, no, no. <laughs> You're only half Asian. Don't All give right. yourself so much credit. You're Mexican? Yeah. <laughs> it's so like uh, the the whole idea is just like give kids playtime. Yep. Right? And it's like all day, every day. Yep. Right? So 
kids go there and there's like no set curriculum. You don't have to sit in a chair. Like most of the kids actually run off and then they go hang out in the park that's next to their school, which is, which has creeks, it has trees, it has like a yes. lot of nature and uh -huh. stuff. And just go like, all right, you can go out there. The only, the only rule is, is that if you're under eight years old, you have to go with somebody who's 13 years and older. Yep. Mm -hmm. Right. To like kind of keep an eye on you. Mm -hmm. But that's it. That's the only rule. Yeah. Right. And the school is packed with like school with um, with uh, books and stuff. And the and it's all democratic, which means that democracy that every week they vote on things. Right. So they give the example that like, all right, in one week uh, they decided that. Uh, somebody brought up a pr proposition to close the playroom because the kids were leaving it messy. Mm -hmm. So a bunch of four and seven year olds came and they're like, because they wanted to partake in the vote to keep it open. Right. So literally everyone gets a vote, right? Like yep. from like the, what, what you would consider a kindergartner, So somebody that's like four or five years old, mm -hmm. all the way up to the, the older kids that are eight, 17, 18 years old and the staff. Everyone gets an equal vote. And then at the end of the year, or actually in the fall, every like everyone votes on who their teachers are going to be. Like you have to you win being a teacher. How do you serve them? Right? I'd be the dictator. Well, students can't become teachers, but everyone votes on whether or not you as a teacher get to stick around. Hmm. Mm -hmm. And everyone has equal votes. So how did that turn out that school? Well, it's been it's still open and it's been around since, I think, 1980. Mm -hmm. So 42 years it's been open and working successfully. Don't and a you. disproportionate amount of their of their students actually wind up being really successful. Right. So they have like a. I can't remember. It's like an over 99 percent graduation rate. A lot of their members went into politics and be became like congressmen and senators. Well, what a have lot they of done them became for me? inventors. A lot of them become like, you know, Jeff like Bezos. a lot of them went into and go to university and college and have successful careers there. Like it's it's pretty amazing to see because everybody has this thing in their minds in their or these ideas in their heads that. Oh, the only way you can develop a person is if you force them to sit in a chair and take in lessons. Dumb. Um, 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 right. And dumb. that's that a that hasn't been my experience public in public education. Right. Agree. Right. Yeah. Like, like I haven't seen like how many of your of your fellow classmates in high school were were actually able to sit down and focus like that for the One entire person, day. Brian Tello. <laughs> right right it's a god among men like even if <laughs> you like even if you were to give it like the benefit of the doubt right you would say like oh the honor students but not even all the honor students could do that right i was an honors yeah i know <laughs> right and i still That's passed to my point do you see what i mean i was an ib too right was did not graduate with an ib diploma hey i got the diploma for psychology i got a six out of seven one of the highest in that class. Okay. And they lost me. <laughs> they lost me. They're lost, honestly. But uh, do you see what I mean? Like, I see what you mean, yes. Like, the idea is that you like we have all these misconceptions about what education is or, or should be. or And it doesn't take into account, like, our own, like, biology. 
right? Or our own psychology. It's because of the societal structure of a life. Right. I'm going to hold this mic. Wait, can't hold it. It's plugged in. <laughs> yeah. But uh, but here's the thing, right? Is like This is useful information for young people now because you guys are going to grow up. You guys are going to have kids. Yeah. And if you want to design a school like that, you can. Uh, too much work. Right. Or you could send your own kids to a school like that. In Massachusetts? No. Chances are, like, you know, stuff like that will probably start to open up here. Right. Once you look at, like, how successful it is. But here's the thing. Crazy. Okay, go on. <laughs> right? Why did that happen? I don't know. It just said, I'm, I'm done. That's stupid. Anyways, go on. That's so stupid. All right, go on. So here's the thing about that is, um, is oh, I'm trying to like, now I already lost my, my train of thought here. Like, what do you think of a school like that? I think it's cool. That's it? Well, it's probably beneficial. Like, you tell me it has like a 99% rate of whatever, like graduation. It must mean it's working. Like, to me, this, this, is, my, this is my philosophy. If what you're doing or what you're like, whatever, is not like, what's the word? If it's not, um, what's, what's the word I'm trying to think of? If it's not harming anyone or harming yourself or harming anything and it's benefiting you, then do it, you know? Well, you should be free to do that. Yeah, you should be free to do it. There shouldn't be no one right? to tell you what to do. So That's, are we free in the current system? No. Right? I tried did, to be did free. Did you feel free in your public education life? Nah. And you were a successful student. Theoretically, yeah. Right? Yeah, I guess. Right? So what do you think the experience is for kids that aren't succeeding? Crap. Yeah, that's my point. Well, I right? think it's not even just the education system. I think just society sucks. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, but like, I know that sounds stupid. Yeah, let's go into that. Like, why? Like, like we, we that's basically the whole premise of this. It's like, I can't like... The, the whole thing about me fidgeting and stuff, like, yeah, it's a school thing, but it's also just a society thing. Like, I don't know. Society just sucks right now. <laughs> yeah. And I, I think you're getting that idea based on the education that you've had. I'm just getting it. Formal and informal. Yeah. Well, yeah. Informal and informal. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So not just the messages that you're getting in school, but the messages that you're getting on wherever else you absorb information. Yeah, friends, family, the Instagram, internet, whatever. Twitter. Nobody quits Twitter. Right. So that's the thing is is as on a society level down with the patriarchy. <laughs> <laughs> on a society level, you guys are getting a real crappy message and a yep. real crappy deal. It is. It is really crappy and I I I feel like not a lot of the people agree with like most of my standpoints because my standpoint is, I think it's kind of similar to your standpoint where it's like politically speaking, you don't, you're like in the middle, right? Would you say that or no? Yeah, I think so. That's me too. But it's like a lot of people are like, Oh nope. If you're a dem Democrat, then you're bad. Or if you're a Republican, even like 1%, you're bad. And I'm just like, that, that's just so stupid what you think. Like, here, here's what I'm thinking. This is this is a perfect... I just found the perfect analogy. Okay. The, the society now speaks in absolutes. Yeah. And I think that's uh, really... Tends to. Yes. And I think that's really crummy. Because what people lack... What people really lack... um, Like... They don't understand that. First of all, if let's just say people change, 
Yes. Yeah. And but people change, but they they um. But let's just say I do something crappy I did four years ago. They will attribute to that fourteen-year-old guy into my eighteen-year-old self when there is a big shift in that in that in that in that time. I was a yeah. kid back then, and in, I'm like an adult now. And like, yeah, yet let's just say like, okay, I was gonna say there. That was a bad example. I was gonna say let's say I killed someone at fourteen. That's an extreme example. Yeah, let's just say like extreme. I I like I bullied someone at fourteen. Like I punched someone. Like okay. didn't kill and just I punched someone. I was a bully. No, let's 14. do let's do a real life example. Let's say you showed up to school in blackface at oh! the age of fourteen. <laughs> I didn't do that. <laughs> but let's just say we're just talking in hypotheticals. Okay, here. let's just say. Right? <laughs> let's just say I don't want to use me. Let's just say a person named Richard no, did blackface. No, 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 no. <laughs> I, for the record, I did not do that. Let's just say, but see, here's the thing. Me even being scared to say that example says a lot. It does, yeah. Okay, but let's just say Billy. Um, at age thirteen, did a blackface because he was edgy, whatever. Okay. Would you attribute to him that as an eighteen-year-old or twenty-year-old man? No, exactly. But most of society would, or like most people would, or be no, like, no, I don't think that's true either. I think that's true. Knowing, yes. being ingrained. I do think you think that's true. Yeah, because I'm, I'm ingrained in the internet culture. Mm-hmm. I don't think you're as ingrained to that now. Uh, I think you think there's way more people on the internet than there actually are. Yeah, but the people on the internet have louder voices than the people who aren't on the internet. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like it has more effect then. No. I, I think so. Because you get canceled off the internet like that. Or that it affects jobs, it affects all that stuff. Like, I know what example you're talking about. You're talking about the prime minister in Canada, right? Uh, what? The, the, your, the blackface example? That was a prime minister in Canada had this happen to him. Oh, he did? Yeah. <laughs> he did blackface at like age 17, and then now he's the minister, and then it went up, and you're like, ooh. I don't know what I was thinking of. Okay, but th- that's the thing. It's like people attribute. I just remember it being a thing like a couple of years ago where everyone was in blackface, <laughs> and people were getting mad. Yeah, but it's like the times change. People change. You can't just like have a picture-perfect society, and it's like you shouldn't. Let's just say I said bad things in age 13, and like, there's like a video of or like a picture of me doing something bad. It's like, that was me like five years ago, dude. Obviously I'm like changed and different. You can't like hold me to the standards we have now because you know what? Maybe like five years ago saying like the R word, like, you know, you know, the R word. I'm not going to say it. No, I don't know what, what word I'm not going to say it. Well, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Saying that word like five years ago was not that like, Looked down upon, or eight years ago was not looked down upon. Now, if you say you'll you'll die, I don't know if you'll die, but well, you know what I mean. Here's the here's the thing: is um, standards change, bro. I think I think you are a lot of what you're saying. I agree with, right? When I talk to to people, like just out and about in my everyday life, I find that most people are. Feel like you do. Like I'm just in the middle, but I'm hearing all these crazy people scream online. Yep. Right. But in real life too. I'm seeing some of them are seeing are doing it in real life, but you know. And what I think all of this shows is that there seems to be a lack of societal level wisdom. Yeah, society's and dumb. Right. So like, here's the thing about about like what wisdom is, right? Like wisdom is being able to understand that something like let's say you do an action right if that action if that behavior is good for you now 
is good for you in five years, is good for you in 10 years, and is good for everyone around you, mm-hmm. right? Then that's a wise decision. Yeah. Right? Agree. Yeah. Now, going online and admonishing somebody for something that they did four, five, 10, 10 years 15 ago. years ago, 20 years ago is unwise. Because that gun could be churned against you. Exactly. And that's what's happening. People love tearing each other down. Right. Yeah. And so that's that's what I mean by like a lack of societal level wisdom. And I don't even think it's societal level. I think it's loud mouths on the internet don't have a whole lot of wisdom. Yeah, but they but they still have a loud mouth. They have a loud voice. Just true, yeah. And it in effect and those loud mouths affect things. Unfortunately, I, I think that is true. Yeah. Because I, I, I think what, what it does is it develops like this culture of fear. Yeah. Right? Exactly. Like yeah. in that 100% like, agree. you are afraid to speak your mind. You are afraid to say certain things like the R word. You are afraid to think freely. And if you are in a society that is afraid to think freely, even having like negative out there thoughts, then what you've just done is you've limited the society in the amount of thoughts and ideas that it can share or that it can hold or have. And it divides them too. So the creativity of the society goes down. And it divides them too. Because, and it divides them. Because yeah. you put them in specific sections. Like, mm-hmm. like, let's just say, I even don't know, like an example of that, like, I don't even know a good example. That's like, actually, that's not controversial. Let's just say like, um, there's two colors. Like some people like the color blue. Some people, oh, here's a good example. So here's the internet mindset and societal mindset, in my opinion. Let's just say that the people took a poll. They chose, okay, what color do you like better? Yellow or brown, right? Mm-hmm. So they, if people choose brown, the people in the yellow be like, oh, so you hate the color yellow. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's like, a, I feel like is a good thing. It's like, no. It's not that I hate the color yellow. It's just that I, I, I just think this way better. I like this color better. I was like, well, if you don't like the color yellow, then you must hate it. Yeah. And that's all That's all society is right now. It's a specific template that you have to follow. And I feel like that's dumb because, again, it limits creativity. It limits – it divides people all over. It makes people afraid to talk. Mm-hmm. And it, it just it just makes everything worse. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I want to say that that I'm hoping that and it's an added people layer of stress. Get like yeah. get that lesson out of this is that hey, like going on online and then shouting at people is like a recipe for disaster and making everything worse, right? Even if you think that the other person is doing something that's morally reprehensible, mm-hmm. right? The truth of the matter is what you probably did is you probably read a headline and you didn't actually read anything about the details, the context, the whatever. And so you start, you come away with this idea that something that is untrue is true. Yeah. And I, you know, and this is why I stopped reading, reading the, the, the news because I was I was tired of seeing that, right? Like, uh, like in the pandemic, I like oh, I remember this. Pandemic, I yeah. I remember this. Like, I saw an article that says, like, oh, uh, family is dumbfounded that they got coronavirus, even though 
you know, like nobody in their home had it. Right. Yeah. And then you read the article and halfway through it goes like, oh, yeah. But, you know, that day that they all got it, the dad went out to the garage and hung out with some people. Then he went to the store. Then he went to the bank and then he came home. And I'm like, what the hell yeah, did I just people, read? Again, people don't listen to the whole story or they listen to one side. Yeah. Or they just echo, not echo chamber. They just. um. Yeah. The echo chamber is a real echo thing. chamber. And yeah. they also pick pick specific things they focus on right yeah and so like that's when i started realizing oh like this like i started understanding like trump's idea of like fake news because i was like i mean kind of i don't like i don't like you know i don't like him as a person or you know like or but there was an element of truth to that in that the headlines of whatever it is that you're reading do not match the facts of the situation yeah to an extent yeah right and then so and we are in a society that does a lot of headline reading without opening a whole lot of articles okay but see you just said okay i'm going back to the prior example you just but, saying that you uh, just saying what i'm that. talking about is people that are on the internet yeah, all the time i know which is not most people i know that that i 100 disagree with you most people are on the internet constantly how do you know that do you see the amount of people using their phones? Yeah, I don't know what they're most doing of it the, for. Oh, most okay. I'm obviously generational divide. Are you asking yeah. people like, what are you doing on your phone? Ninety nine percent of the time, what teenagers or like young adults are doing on their phone, they're either on TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. They're on social media. Yeah, that that's is a, that's a horrible place to be. Exactly, but yeah. that's the internet. And mm -hmm. you and you saying that most people are on the internet very very much is like well i think young people aren't most people i think so <laughs> you think there's more young people yeah then i think there's people? there's more people less than 40 on the internet than there are people more than 40 yeah but you're confusing most people with people on the internet oh i know okay you see what yeah, I mean? I see like, what you mean like now. yeah but uh, like there's more old people like in if you look at the whole United States, there's more old people than young people. True. Right. Well, yeah. Like want... Young people make up a minority. Mm -hmm. And one day they will be the majority, which kind of scares me <laughs> if that's all they're looking at. Right. But I always see. But I always see. I remember seeing a lot of kids in high school that would give me hope. Right. Was like I a lot of, of I mean, I'm doing a podcast with you. <laughs> And I'm kind of regretting it, but yeah. No, you're not. <laughs> but yeah, like what I would see is I would see some people that had, that were trying to serve a higher purpose, right? I know. Great, great time for the gardeners to come. Um, but there's some kids that, that I saw that were trying to serve a higher purpose and they, and they succeeded no matter what. You know, me. and like, here's an example. Me. It was like, me. I had a student once that was doing really great, right? She did all of her work. She was getting all A's. I looked at her transcripts. She got A's and everything. She was always in a positive mood and, and disposition. She had a lot of stable friends and relationships, right? Yeah. And one day I, I was interviewing students and I asked her like, Oh, I was, I interviewed her in particular because she wanted me to write up a, uh, letter of recommendation for some, uh, for something. I yeah. forgot what it was for. And so I was like, Oh, I'll do it. If I, if I get to interview you. Right. Yeah. So then I interviewed her and I was like, I noticed 
you're you're very successful. Like why? Why are you so successful? Gonna right? get rich. No, that wasn't her motivation. You know, what she said was, I want our people to not be seen as dumb. I want to promote the intelligence of Mexican people. Hmm. Right? Yeah. yeah, that's a huge high order motivator right there because yeah. she's not just thinking about her own personal gains she's thinking about this bigger picture of how mexican people are viewed out in the world yeah right and her mission was to change ideas of what that is mm -hmm. right we're not all cherry pickers i think that's an important thing to have i mean yours is the changing education system right for the benefit of, pe of young people so that they are given the ability to pursue their passions Do you remember mine uh is to uh something about get rich and no <laughs> and have lots of thoughts or something no i did not okay i did not say that either my <laughs> my like grand scheme thing is like i want to make the world a better place whatever possible means i don't know what that looks like yet and that could make maybe change as i grow up but yeah. I know for a fact I want to make a positive impact on this world. Right. So you, you have society. a lot of work in doing in A, figuring out what your strengths are, and then B, figuring out how that can be leveraged to use yeah. to like improve society. Exactly. And that, yeah. that's what motivates me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. You know, like, and having, like, the more well-defined it is, the bigger the motivator it's going to be. True and real. See what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's, you know, in conclusion, I think most people that are out there are somewhere in the middle. I agree with you that the there's a lot of dummies and they're really loud on the internet, right? And mm -hmm. they always suffer consequences, like mm -hmm. like your, you know, your personal hero. My personal uh, Brian Tello? No, no, like what's that guy that just got arrested online? Oh, you mean my public enemy number one, Andrew Tate? <laughs> give yeah, me my wait, give me my phone. There might be a little question. No, I did a Q and A thing. I did a Q and A thing. Okay. Let's see if there's some. Well, I asked one person really, but let's just see. Okay, but go on. So, yeah, got a nothing to bh. All right, go um, on. yeah. So, I don't think those people constitute like most people. Most people are reasonable. Really. And we are hope. in need of of more like societal level wisdom. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this podcast is societal level wisdom. Hopefully. <laughs> Hopefully if you can show up awake and excited. This was a good podcast. We talked about my anxiety and then society, anxiety, then society. Okay. This is good. This is All good right. One. So what have you learned? I learned that I have anxiety and I overthink and I'm overstimulated and I don't fit the societal norm and that I'm different. I'm mysterious. <laughs> <laughs> and he's very special. And I'm, yeah. His right, what mom did, told me. <laughs> <laughs> what did you learn? Yeah. I just said what I learned. What? We need some more societal level wisdom. We need uh, that not everyone that's on the internet, like the internet does not represent everyone or most people, right? Yeah. I guess. Yeah. Uh, all right. So song recommendations. Wait, is there anything, bef is there anything you'd like to add? 
No, I don't think so. I okay, think I got it. I got one. I, but yeah, so I'm moving in like a week. Oh, that's right. We never even weeks. talked about that. Yeah, yeah. I'm Let's moving. That. I'm moving in three weeks, so I don't know what this means for the podcast. It's not over. Yeah. It's not ending. There just might be a little delay. So I think you moved three weeks ago by the time this gets published. Really? Yeah. You, two weeks ago. Two weeks ago, I think. Yeah. 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 So how are you feeling about that? I feel like I should just go to a different school. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I wish I could like download how fun I thought college was to your brain. You know, like, I think it's going it to be fun. honestly like I'm it, telling you, I think it's going to be fun. Like it was like, I don't like doubt that more than like my classes that I took or any of that stuff. Like the people that I met and and how much they influenced my life and, and myself as a person was like probably the most significant thing that I got out of college. But what if what if what if, you know, what if what if what? That's the problem. What if that? That that's like that's like a thing I tell people. It's like you gotta stop doing thinking about the what ifs. You gotta just do it. Yeah, you should take your own advice. I know, I know, I should. That's why I'm still <laughs> going. That's why I'm still going. Like I'm still going. Yeah, the podcast is not over. Maybe just like a stagnant break, or maybe I'll just start posting on YouTube, all the episodes on YouTube with the video because I haven't been doing that. But I've been editing them. I just haven't been posting them. Yeah. So that could maybe just take up the time slot. Yeah. I already know what, what days I might be back. So are you saying I should uh, find a replacement? No. The heck? You can't replace me. That's <laughs> offensive. That's offensive. Right. Unless we could do it, like, virtually. We'll see. Because we obviously it won't be the status quo, but we'll yeah. just do it for, like, temporary. Yeah. I think virtually you're missing something that, I don't know. But we'll just, missing we'll just try yeah. it out. We yeah, just we'll, got to try it out. Okay, maybe we just got to Because I have out. a microphone and all that stuff. Okay. All right. And then, yeah, so that might be happening. Oh, that is happening soon. I am moving. So we'll see how that does have everything. Moved. Well, yeah, I have moved by the time we're doing this. So that's weird. <laughs> um. All right. So end of the show stuff. Go with your Sonrex. Okay. <laughs> such excitement (laughs) why i mean i just i'm stressed i'm telling you i'm stressed out bro i'm stressed out. so if you want to get pumped up uh here's a fun song it's called thunderstruck by acdc uh yeah go look it up acdc was like it was like a band of all people of all guys that were like five feet tall but they were loud as heck yep and jason uh i think a good song to listen to oh let me let me actually i'm gonna change this song i had three songs but i decided to change it right now because i think those are all lame okay i think and jason recommends barbie girl by <laughs> aqua it's a pretty dope song <laughs> oh i i okay i recommend stadium rave it's called stadium rave by spongebob squarepants and gary's song by spongebob squarepants unironically the the, the stadium rave is a good beat, unironically. And Gary's song is l- l- unironically a sad song. I'm not kidding. <laughs> okay. You can listen after the podcast because we're going to... Yeah. But those are good songs, like unironically. Okay. So SpongeBob songs. Yes, hey. but they're good. Those ones are good. <laughs> All right. Gary, so no, this know. has been The I Generational Divide. Where can we find us? And uh, you can find me on Instagram at steve.a.flores. You can find me on Instagram at jasonmaddox underscore. 
And you can also email us uh, at thegenerationaldivide at skiff.com. And email us, reach out to us if you guys have questions that you want us to answer, if you want to hear me about honestly. certain topics. Uh, yeah, anything like that. Go for it. Go for it. Yeah. At, oh, I also got a new laptop. Okay. We'll find out more about that next week. Yeah. We should have outro music. I hate just ending cut like this. Get Nick to do it. Well, you should text them. <laughs>